Hey, it's Kellen. Whether I'm in the light or the dark, you guys can hear me, feel me, see me. Um, today, I am bringing on my bruv, Jacob. And Jacob is going to talk about his latest uh, invest in Africa plan. My shirt says invest in Africa now. He has multiple plans. And um, Jacob, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Kevin. Anytime, you know, we, we do this. So um, the big influencers, the bigger ones than even me can say, oh, okay, cool. And it will make sense, hopefully. Can you tell us what the latest and greatest is going on with you and your company? Right. So I registered a company in Nigeria uh, during the summer called Restoration Africa. Uh, the goal was to get people around the world and diaspora to be able to invest in companies uh, and be able to generate income while living abroad. So the company is registered. There's a paper trail. There's accountability. There's lawyers involved and they take care of everything. Uh, I was paying attention and we focused mainly on farming. Uh, I was uh, paying attention to what was going on and I realized that, you know, there's probably going to be uh, a famine or, or at the very least uh, food shortages uh, just because of the way that things were handled with the lockdown and, uh, you know, the steps that the government was taking. I did not foresee what has happened in that country in the last like two weeks, but uh, I mean, I, I look like a genius, but at the same time, I, we weren't ready fast enough. So uh, the company now, so we, we have a location in uh, the like the middle belt of the country called in a city called Lokoja. Um, I could talk a little bit about that, but we've sold out in that location, you know, so we raised all the funds that we need to raise for that. Uh, everything's underway, successful, um, extremely happy about it. But now what we want to do is focus on, uh, you know, getting the most calories for your buck, you know, so for, we're going to focus on the village, um, where labor is cheaper, costs of inputs are cheaper, and uh, there's greater need, and we don't want people, uh, you know, starving needlessly. You know, so everyone, you, like you get, a, investors will get a better return, and then also uh, you'll help out more people. Uh, you know, the dollar goes even further in the village than it would in the city. So uh, we can get into that, but that's essentially it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go. Let's go to the deep because okay, the lawyers, we got that. So. All of y'all, and especially West Africans, who say, oh, man, is this legit? Is this sound like the 419ers? This sound like the Yahoo boys. Man, shut up. Yahoo what? This is this is new business. Nobody even knows what Yahoo is nowadays. If you're still in Yahoo, you probably seasoned and marinated well, like myself. So you have something totally different. And I know you've told me about it, so I'm not going to act like it's, you know, I haven't heard it yet. But um, I have you decided if for the amount of money that you're asking for for each plot for the cassava, if that land can be purchased? And before you even go on the, you know, bigger platforms as of now, because Diversified Game is growing. Um, thank you for the podcast listeners, especially. YouTube will follow one day soon, but will you be selling it? And if you're selling it, the number one question, you know, uh, Americans ask because they just learned about the different deals. Is it freehold or is it lease? You know, like they're about to move there tomorrow. So can you let the folks know, are you selling it? Are you leasing it? And if you are selling it, 
Is it going to be theirs? Can it be theirs forever? And just what comes with that amount of money? And talk about the amount of money that you, at this state, are asking for. Folks, it's going to go up. So get it while you can. Yeah, so uh, there's a bunch of good questions in there. So right now, we're going to keep everything as simple as possible. Uh, and I want to tell you that this is in a very remote part of the country. Uh, so it's like outside of a medium-sized city. Size city uh that is like i would say maybe the population of like five hundred thousand. so i don't think people that <laughs> that will be investing will want to go and live there so i'm not i don't plan on selling it if you want to live there uh i mean you're gonna have to learn a language that's not english that's one like that's 100 percent like the case so like a pigeon might get you by but you like you're gonna need to learn Igala. so like the, the, whole, the point of this is actually just to make income. In the future, we might be doing that. If you want to buy it and you speak, uh, you speak Igala or you speak Yoruba well enough, like, you know, the deep, the deep root words and everything, and you get, like, because there's some mutual intelligibility there, then, yeah, you can purchase the land. Uh, I'm not going to say no if the money is right. But uh, the whole point of this is to help the, help the people in the village form a cooperative so they have jobs and they have food, you know, so... Uh, the price is 300 per plot, and that is, that's going to cover all of the startup plot or costs. So we're going to give them, uh, uh, the people that are working, we're going to give them land to work. We're going to give them seeds, and then we're going to give them training. There's a university that's about 20 minutes down the road, in the bigger city with 500,000 people, uh, and senior lecturers, uh, master students, and professors are going to come out. They're going to oversee the insure cropping of uh, cassava and uh, sweet potatoes, beans, corn, uh, and other crops. And they're gonna be doing experiments with them, you know, just to see which which crops work the best and spacing and that, so, that sort of thing. But in general, we're gonna be planting, uh, it's the, main, the main source of income uh, will be cassava. And then uh, return should be in 10 months. And then we wanna replicate this like over and over throughout the country. So then we might go into areas that uh, people would want to buy you know, that would be more suitable where uh, you can speak English or French and people would understand you, like closer to the border with Benin, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how it is for now. Uh, if you if you want to buy, I mean, it's, it's up to you. But as of right now, we don't plan on selling the land. And the whole point is so for people to for the workers to be able to sell as a unit so that they can get better bargaining and market power. Okay, so cassava's the, the first deal, $300, and that $300 in 10 months, and I can already hear someone say, but I thought it took a year to grow cassava. No, it takes eight months, um, but, you know, the 10 is for the extra in case something is a, is, is a hit, that, and, if, you know, every soil can be different. Mm -hmm. In case there's a hit, you're not bothering Jacob, you know, in eight months saying, hey, did that sprout up, and where's my money? So, <laughs> so talk about in 10 months, that $300 can get them how much money? And please break it down very simple and let them know the percentages. Jacob is a banker. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Jacob one day will have his own bank, depending on how he wants it to look is up to him and God. But you know, what is the, um, the increase and, and break that down? Please. Yeah. So in normal times, uh, when food is uh, normally distributed among people, uh, a, a one plot of land would be able to make between one thousand dollars and a thousand four hundred dollars. 
just depending on how successful uh, the planting was and the rains and whatnot, and the variety in the soil. So we're, uh, we're looking at basically, uh, so basically what we want to do is uh, split it 70-30. So the investor will get 70% of the first harvest and then the, uh, the, the workers will get 30%, but then they're going to be self-sufficient after that. So they don't need any more investment. They have all the money that they need to uh, plant. The, or actually, they don't even need money to plant the next crop because they have crops and they'll be able to sell the stems. So the way that uh, for people who don't know what cassava works is uh, basically you sell the roots of it and then you keep the stems for uh, for replanting and then you can use the leaves to feed goats and whatnot. So like they're going to be they're going to be making uh, people <laughs> that work in the fields are going to be making money. And then on top of that, uh, we're going to be intercropping. Uh, so the, the things that we're going to be intercropping will be to give the workers money or a source of income in the short term, right? So certain things grow in shorter periods of time. So they'll have that cushion. So like basically they're not going to be, you don't want people that will be like, uh, yeah, I'm doing all this work, but I'm not going to get paid for a long time. No, we're going to, from the $300, a portion of it is going to go to the workers to their pocket right now. Here's your money. Here's your seeds, clear the land, plant it, take care of it. And then the next time you come back, there'll be something for you to take to the market and sell as a unit. And we're looking at doing 20 hectares right now. So like uh, as a unit that they would, would basically change the lives of, uh, I mean, if we have 200 separate farmers, uh, thousands of people, you know, it would be a big deal. Um, and I, I, I'm understanding of <laughs> basically uh, like the the um, the magnitude of what this would do. So I and the power that would give one person. That's why I want them to form a cooperative, and you know they can vote on things democratically. And we don't bring a uh, Western ideology into a place where things are done differently. You know, so I want to even though like that that's where my people come from. Like like specifically that spot. Like I don't want to take what I've ingested from abroad and try to impose that on them there, if that makes sense. No, definitely. And we, I know you and I we always talk about, you know, Western colonizers. I don't care what they look like. They can look like you and I. Um, but to take advantage of the people, it's not necessary. So is it a, a kind of a, a one-time deal in theory, if all goes well, that, you know, you do the investment one time, but there's no way to re-up? Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't know if I answered your question specifically last time well enough. So you invest 300, you make between 700 to 900 uh, in a normal year. Uh, but then on top of that, uh, you know, we have to remember that food prices are going to go up. You know, so the people who are planting now uh, are are wise. <laughs> but yeah, so you can re-up. We want to we want to basically spread this as far as. Like, Wherever anyone is selling land, we want to buy it and we want to plant there. So whatever grows in that area that we can grow, uh, there are unemployed people. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about any politician or anything like that because I don't need enemies. Uh, <laughs> there will let other people who can deal with that do that. I'm not going to say anything about anyone, but like I, I know I can do something to help people uh, work. You know, So the little I can do, I'm going to try to do. So uh, there are people who need jobs right now. And if, if you need evidence, you know, just look at look at looting Nigeria, see people like fighting over noodles uh, because they were told to stay at home and they weren't able to work because 
I mean, no one, no one's lazy in Africa. Uh, if, if you're lazy, you, if you're lazy, you die. But they're told that you can't work. So what do they do? You know, so uh, basically we want we want to re-up. Yes. Like every like anywhere that is possible to do this, we want to do it. But it has to be on a different land because you're saying once this first initial investment is done, the farmers and of course, in theory, won't need a, a reinvestment into that. Yeah, they'll, they'll be self-sufficient. And so we'll be, we'll be in, a, in a different space. And then also, like, again, it's the whole uh, the whole like imposition in, in of your ways on someone else. So this is this is where like my people come from. If I go to the Netwest, where we want to do it is in Ogun State. Uh, if we go there, like the, they're Europe, like it's a different ethnic group, different like dialect and everything. And like, how is somebody from somewhere else going to come and take this land and like, blah blah blah? You know, like there, there's, there wouldn't be a problem, but like there would there would be like this sentiment. Whereas if we say, hey, people from this place, give us our like two hundred people, two hundred of your sons and daughters that are unemployed. Here is land that they can work. This is the plan that they can do. This is how you will make money. And like, this will set your family up and you can live the life that you want to live. And then the investors will make their money. We, this can spread basically uh, any anywhere land is available for purchase. Uh, we can do it and, or even rent, you know, we can do this and investors can re-up every time that, uh, every time that we do it. So yeah, we want to, we want to do this round now. Um, the, Essentially, the workers will start making money from what they plant in around April. Like actual, like uh, they'll be, they'll have enough to eat and everything, but they'll start making their money and like be uh, much better off in around April. Uh, and then we'll be able to have like some cushion, and we'll know, okay, uh, we can this is working, or it's or we need to make these changes or whatnot. But yeah, we want to be able to uh, announce the next plan around. I would say between like late February or March in preparation for like the next round of planting uh, crops. Okay, now, so I mean, it's really, it's a, um, it's a social move more, you know, more than even a business move. But I mean, a bank's not gonna give you guys that um, amount of money. And you know, were you just holding $300 in the bank? So if you have an additional $300, um, you can, you know, give it to Jacob and he's going to more than double it for you. So that, that's pretty good. You know, unless you, you know, I, I could hear someone too say, oh no, I got a 200,000. I, I can get more on it. Then this might not be for you unless you just want to be, you know, a good, um, a good citizen and, and help the farmers. Is there going to be any type of documentation, documentary style, like where you're showing you know, how each each person planted. I'm almost thinking like the black church, how when they want to build a new infrastructure, hey, we're going to give you a brick and it's going to be in your name type thing. Have you got that far into planning? I, I've, I, like, so I'm actually, I'm working with a, uh, or I'm, I'm in conversations with a, with an association in the U.S. that is, uh, that does a lot of charity work. We want to do something like that. Um, but, I, you know, I'm not, there's nothing confirmed like that right now. Okay. And I know, you know, you got enough on your plate just dealing with, with that and, you know, wife and kids and all that. 
you know, and I want to let people know, you know, last time we spoke to Jacob, no matter what platform it was on, it, you know, he was in the States. He now is in Europe, uh, back in Europe, because he is a citizen of the world. And, you know, he still has to be doing things legal because he doesn't want Interpol to come through, just like he didn't want the FBI in the U.S. to come through. But, you know, uh, he, he he's living his best life. Um, you know, speaks multiple languages so he can do that with, with his family, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm thinking, what is the worst case scenario that you could think of, you know, with this? Because it's a great investment. It's a great opportunity. But, you know, if all was to go to, you know, um, go down, like what's the worst case scenario? What's the contingency plan? to say, hey, even if the cassava doesn't grow or we catch a, a, a bug in there, we, we're going to be planting so many different things, we can actually back up the investment with an investment. I mean, it, right. Yeah, so I, I kind of touched on that. So, uh, but I, I, I didn't give the background to it. So the reason why we're planting these other plants is so that we don't have to use uh, pesticides and fertilize like non-GMO or GMO fertilizers and that sort of thing, right? So we're planting organic uh, seedlings and seeds, and we're intercropping it with uh, beans and uh, sweet potatoes so that, you know, weeds don't grow on it and that like it's way less work. So cassava by itself is actually, is not as hard to take care of as other crops. You just have to make sure goats don't get to it or people don't, <laughs> people don't steal the leaves for soup. But uh, so, we, we are intercropping it with other things and there should be money coming from these other things that will go directly to the workers. Say uh, there's like some disease or anything of the sort, we will be getting insurance and uh, the Nigerian government actually has a, a division that will cover 50% of the insurance for us. So that's something that we have to do uh, regardless. Or, I mean, we're gonna be working with the university and all. So we're gonna get insurance on the crop. So. The worst case scenario uh, would be, uh, I don't even want to say it. I don't think it's going to happen. The worst case scenario would be like if the country were to split up, you know, like, and then it's like, okay, well, we have insurance. Uh, we, we, I guess we're going to sue the insurance company because the insurance company decides not to pay. Or, you know, the insurance company pays and then, you know, you, we get the majority or all of your investment back. Um, but we will be planting other crops. So if, if none of that happens and, you know, things return to normal in the next like month or two, um, because regardless, we need to plant now, people need to eat. Um, you know, no matter what happens, I'm sending my money there. Like I can't, I cannot desert. Like I, I see their faces. I'm related to these people. Uh, <laughs> I can't desert them now. So I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. So, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever happens, uh, you know, there will people will start making money uh, in April. Investors will get paid back in uh, in about ten months. You mean you get the whole three hundred back? <laughs> nah, you get seventy percent of their of the first cassava harvest. Okay, so, well, I'm, just, I'm just saying if you say you sue the insurance company and you know and somebody. Hey, I need my food. Yeah, I mean, so like if, if, if we're, if we're going to go to the insurance company, that, that means you're just happy to get something back. So that means that, that yeah, it means like uh, 
bad things have happened, you know? So like, let's hope it doesn't go. Nobody wants that. Are you going to cap people um, at how much land they can get? Because I could see, you know, we've seen other investments on other platforms sell African land. You and I, we know what I'm talking about. And, you know, we've seen people try to buy, you know, 20 plots at once. Um, whether they bought it to stunt, whether they bought it to try to control everything, who knows? But are you going to cap some of those, you know, big head people um, who will try to, let me buy 20 plots from you because it's only 300 bucks. And now I get to be Jacob's boss and bother him. Uh, no, it doesn't work like that. So uh, I work for the people, you know, so th this money is going to it's going directly to cover their costs. Uh, so <laughs> they, a portion of it is going to go to them for their labor before they've made anything from like what because you put it in the ground, and you have to take care of it, then it grows, you sell it. You know, so until that time, we need to cover their costs and make sure that they stay interested. Uh, and then after that, we're going to be uh, continuing the maintenance you know we have insurance and other things that we need to pay for so uh the the people will decide what they're going to do people will decide who they're going to who they're uh selling it to i mean i can advise them um i don't think i don't think it's right that uh even though like you know i was educated abroad i, I come and tell them what to do they know a lot more than i do in certain areas you know i, I think this is one of them but i do know how to raise money I do know, <laughs> I do know the game that's being played against them and us in general. You know, so uh, I'm trying to fight that. No, that that's that's awesome. I almost want you to stunt and say, you know, how much money have you raised? But we'll leave that for a different time because then you know, folks, they'll be thrown off uh, from the mission. And how many plots do you have uh, available? Currently, we have 200. So, yeah, if someone wants to buy 20, more power to you, you know? <laughs> well, you say that now, Jacob. So, you know, they give you that $6,000, and then they're they're calling you every day asking, you know, the most ridiculous question. <laughs> um, you know, but if you'll take that, hey, it's it's all good, and, and we, we hope that, you know, it can sell out because that's, you know, 200 plus at three. That's not bad at all. Now, how many people on the ground do you already have? I know you talked about professors, you know, to come in from the, the colleges and, and folks who come in from the colleges, but 200, you know, plots. And how big are those plots? Um, you can do it in hectares or square footage and let the people do the math, but just so they can kind of see how much land you really have. So it's... Uh uh so it's 100 by 100 meters is a plot so like i always get i always get mixed up but basically it's 100 by 100 meters it's a plot and then uh we want to sell or basically we have access to 200 of that so uh we are going to be we're going to be using that so it's, i mean it's big so basically one uh one hectare is like the you know like a football field in the u.s uh, like the inside of the football field, but plus all the grass around it, that's that's about just over a hectare. So 200 of those. Okay, awesome, awesome. No, that's, that's good stuff. And is there a, is this like the time that it has to sell? Is there a time like- a Yeah, time? so yeah, rainy season is just ending. This is, since we're not doing GMO, uh, 
plant uh, cassava, we need to plant it now. So uh, like the dry season is just about to start, um, you know, so the basically the ground, the ground is nice and soft, it's moist, we'll give it the nutrients it needs and everything, and it won't need water for quite some time. So we need to plant it now so it gets big and it ha uh, basically it's ready for sale in that, uh, well, so you could do it, it could be eight months, you know, but like we want to do uh, around 10. So uh, we want to put it in the ground now. Uh, so I want to say by the end of November, we're probably going to cut everything off. If we, like, if you haven't signed up before then, you know, then we're going to cut it off. Okay. And by the end of November. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So that means you guys, we got to like, share, subscribe, um, and uh, not like, share, subscribe, but we got to push this out and share it for sure. Um, and see how much of a robot I, I can be. Like, share, subscribe, people, because that's what you do on YouTube, right? Um, you know, then you unsubscribe and unlike because you're like, oh, I don't want this in my playlist. Let me let me ask you, um, with the, you know, it, it being 200 plots, is it possible at all somebody could say, you know what, I don't even want the income. I just want to be able to help. And can I maybe do it like a donation and, you know, claim it on my donation? Are you working? You were talking about charity earlier where they can say, hey, if I give it to a charity and they give you the money, I can claim it. Like, has, has that ever been a thought? Yeah, I, I can uh, I can look into uh, whether or not uh, they they have a 501, what's this, CB or what? I, I don't know. I'm not in America. <laughs> I'm not registered in America. I'm registered in Nigeria. But um, I, I can look into whether or not they can accept uh, charitable donations. I, I probably have an email where they've asked for money. So I, <laughs> I you know, maybe I'll, I'll be look. I'll look through that right now so I can say it on the podcast. But it's possible. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you just want to give, uh, then that works too. And but we're not a registered charity in the U.S. Okay. I would, you know, when you first had told it to me, just oversharing, I was thinking if you did sell portions of the land, maybe you had like, you know, golden tickets uh, for land. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, so I'm just kind of throwing stuff out there, is if I could purchase land and I could own the land, um, and if I especially, you know, did it through a business or said, hey, I'm gonna set up my Nigerian business, and it's going to own the land, then could I put position myself to be for a residency and or citizenship in the future? So through you, if I can purchase this land and let's say I had it for five years, 10 years, then go to Nigeria and say, hey, I've had this for X amount of time. I This is my investment, this is my deed. Um, you know, give me whatever I want, whether it's residency or citizenship. Uh, I mean, let's say they do give you the right amount of money, whatever that is. I don't want you to say necessarily right now because it could always change. But is that something that could happen? Like, would that put someone in position to become a permanent resident or a citizen with Nigerians' current laws? Uh, yeah, so with Nigeria's current, I mean, I'm not an immigration lawyer, I should have prefaced that, uh, but you have to live in the country, I think it's five years. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you can, I mean, I'm pretty sure right now uh, you don't have to be a citizen to own land there. 
Um, and for sure, a company can own land. So, uh, you know, what you could do, I mean, the, I would definitely like look into uh, asking like a immigration lawyer, but what you could do is to buy the land um, and then as a company and then hire yourself, you know, give, give yourself your own work visa, you know, so that's one, I mean, because like, let's just be honest, you know, uh, country needs investment. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know if any, if you've seen the videos, the country needs investment right now. It's not, it's not that Nigeria is a poor country. It's not poor at all. Um, just that uh, private, the private sector needs to invest in, uh, in the people. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that, that there's a way to do that. Where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, Nigeria is a place where there's a lot of space if you, if you want to push a little bit. Well, you guys are so used to hearing me say, you know, what are people's community give backs and all that. This is Jacob's uh, give back. He is not getting rich and wealthy off this. I told you he was in banking. And so, you know, he's, he's good. He's not just your typical banker. He's very technical too. And I have the link in the description box of his website that he himself did. Um, and he's, he's talented. And if you do need an app or a website, um, our banking information, I don't know if you're even open to that type of headache, but holler at him, if, if so. <laughs> Jacob, I, I, I thank you for the time.